0: Welcome to today's episode of Wild Wednesday's Questions and Answers. I'm Danelle and I greet you in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Today we are going to take a look at what the Bible has to say about couples living together and having sexual intercourse before marriage. In the Bible, sexual sins are clearly condemned. For example, adultery, which is consensual sex between a married person and someone other than his or her own spouse, and then fornication, which is sexual immorality in general, are specified. Sex before marriage or premarital sex is not addressed in that exact term, but it does fall within the scope of sexual immorality. The Bible teaches that sex before marriage is immoral in a couple of different passages. One is 1 Corinthians 7 verse 2 which says, But since sexual immorality is occurring, each man should have sexual relations with his own wife and each woman with her own husband. In this verse, marriage is presented as the cure for sexual immorality. Sexual union within marriage which is commended, is set against immorality, which is to be avoided. Thus, any sex outside of marriage is considered immoral. This would have to include premarital sex. Another verse that presents sex before marriage as immoral is Hebrews 13 verse 4, which says, Marriage should be honored by all and the marriage bed kept pure for God will judge the adulterer and all the sexually immoral. Here we have both adultery and fornication contrasted with what happens in the marriage bed. Marriage and sexual intercourse within marriage is honorable. All other types of sexual activity are condemned as immoral and bring God's Judgment. Based on these passages, a biblical definition of sexual immorality would have to include sex before marriage. That means that all the Bible verses that condemn sexual immorality in general also condemn sex before marriage. These include the following scriptures. I hope you have a pen and paper with you. Acts 15 verse 20. First Corinthians five verse 1. one, Corinthians six verse thirteen and verse eighteen. 1 Corinthians ten verse eight, second Corinthians twelve verse twenty one, Galatians five verse nineteen, Ephesians five verse three, Colossians three verse five, first Thessalonians four verse three. Jude 1 verse 7 and Revelation 21 verse 8. God designed sex and the Bible honors marriage. Part of honoring marriage is the Bible's promotion of complete abstinence before marriage. When two unmarried people engage in sexual intercourse, they are defiling God's good gift of sex. Before marriage, a couple has no binding union and they've entered no sacred covenant. Without the marriage vows, they have no right to exploit the culmination of such vows. Too often we focus on the recreation aspect of sex without recognizing that there is another aspect, procreation. Sex within marriage is pleasurable and God designed it that way. God wants men and women to enjoy sexual activity within the confines of marriage. Song of Solomon 4 and several other Bible passages, such as Proverb 5, verse 19, describe the pleasure of sex. However, God's intent for sex includes producing children. Thus, for a couple to engage in sex before marriage is double, doubly wrong. They are enjoying pleasures not intended for them, and they are taking a chance of creating a human life outside of the family structure, God intended for every child. While practicality does not determine right from wrong, following the Bible's instructions concerning sex before marriage would greatly benefit society. If the Bible's message on sex before marriage were obeyed, there would be far fewer sexual transmitted diseases, far fewer abortions, far fewer unwed mothers and unwanted pregnancies. And far fewer children growing up with both parents in their lives. Abstinence saves lives, protects babies, gives sexual relations their proper value and most importantly honors God. Sex between the husband and wife is the only form of sexual relations of which God approves. Now we're also going to take a look at why is sexual purity so important to God? God gave man and woman the joy and pleasure of sexual relations within the bounds of marriage and the Bible is clear about the importance of maintaining sexual purity within the boundaries of that union between man and wife. Ephesians 5 verse 31 Humans are well aware of the pleasing effect of this gift from God but have expanded it well beyond marriage and into virtually any circumstance. The secular world's philosophy of if it feels good, do it, pervades cultures, especially in the West, to the point where sexual purity is seen as archaic and unnecessary. Yet look at what God says about sexual purity. You should be sanctified that you should avoid sexual immorality, that each of you should learn to control his own body in a way that is holy and honorable, not in Passionate lust, like the heathen who do not know God, for God did not call us to be impure but to live a holy life first thessalonians four verse three to seven. This passage outlines God's reason for calling for sexual purity in the lives of his children. First, we are sanctified, and for that reason we are to avoid sexual immorality. The Greek word translated sanctified means literally purified made holy consecrated unto god as christians we are to live a purified life we have been made holy by the exchange of our sins for the righteousness of christ on the cross and have been made completely new creations in christ second corinthians 5 or 70 to 21 17 rather to 21 our old natures with all their impurities, sexual and otherwise, have died. And now the life we live, we live by faith in the one who died for us. Galatians 2 verse 20. To continue in sexual impurity, which is fornication, and that again is having sex before marriage, is to deny that and doing so is in fact a legitimate reason to question whether we have Ever truly been born again. Sanctification, the process by which we become more and more Christ-like, is as essential evidence of the reality of our salvation. We also see in 1st Thessalonians 4 verse 3 to 5 the necessity of controlling our bodies. When we give into sexual immorality we give evidence that the Holy Spirit is not filling us because we do not possess one of the fruits of the Spirit. Self-control. All believers display the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians 5 verse 22 to 23. To a greater or lesser degree, depending on whether or not we are allowing the Spirit to have control, uncontrolled passionate lust is a work of the flesh. Galatians 5 verse 19. Not of the Spirit. So controlling our lust and living sexually pure lives is essential to anyone who confesses to know Christ. In doing so, we honor God with our bodies. 1 Corinthians 6 verse 18 to 20 We know God's rules and discipline reflects His love for us. Following what He says can only help us during our time on earth. By maintaining sexual purity before marriage, we avoid emotional entanglements that may negatively affect future relationships and marriages. Further, by keeping the marriage bed pure, Hebrews 13 verse 4, we can experience unreserved love for our mates, which is surpassed only by God's enormous love for us. I hope you can clearly see how important it is to keep yourself pure before you are married and committed to another um, human being because that is what god expects of us because he is a holy god until we speak again next time goodbye and shalom